It's a god in the state of mind Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time Football kids and movies about crime it's the Garden State of Mind. Hello, welcome back to Garden State of Mind, South Jersey's most melancholy podcast, episode 62. I'm one of your hosts, John. With me here, I have Jeff. Jeff, how are you tonight? Johnny, I was better when it was 28-13. Yeah, the Niners let us down. You should have known to run away. I guess this is the beginning of my losing streak now. I was on such a hot streak. I go ahead and lay the 10 points. I figured it was a no-brainer, Niners against the fucking Cardinals. I mean, Niners were 7-0, and and the Cardinals were 3-4-1, and and I couldn't get a 10-point cover? What the fuck? Yeah, and we had the 10-point cover most of the game. Sad. Yeah, there were multiple times where the Niners were up 14, and, uh, you know, look, you, you can't win them all. The good news is that we both picked the Niners in the Pick'em League, and slapped 13 points on them. Yeah, we at did. We got that. At least we got that in our favor. But so does 95% of the league. So <laughs> we gained nothing. Right. Well, I guess I can't, I shouldn't say that. We we kept pace with everyone. So I guess that's a good thing. I feel good about this week coming up. Do but you? then I, I always do. But <laughs> I actually do as well. I really like my picks. But I went out on a limb with uh, two or three of them. So hopefully they pan out. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, maybe maybe it'll it'll come out when we're talking about our picks later. Maybe maybe you'll get a sense of where I went. <laughs> I, I hope I get a sense. Have to tell me what your picks are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, who knows? I, I might Jedi mind trick you and go the opposite way in the pick'em league. You just you don't know. It'll be weird if I'm still in the dark after you tell me what your picks are. Well, points are different than straight up, though. Well, true. Okay. Right? So, you, you we have to get know. we have to get all of our listeners to join the pick and pool next year. Well, we would have to create our own pick and pool and no, we open don't. it up to the listeners like 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 um I guess they could get in that league. Yeah, they can. It's open to everybody. We it's, Yeah, I was I was going to say like Sims and Leftcoat did. They had their own league, didn't they? I don't know. I thought they did. Uh, whatever. Who gives a, a shit? <laughs> sure, that's fine. Bring him into uh, Brian Hogan's league. That's fine. <laughs> You're so upset about the ten points. I am <laughs> fucking bitter already. <laughs> it's a bad start. It's just a bad omen. I don't like it. Yeah. I, I was on a hot streak there for a few weeks. Oh, I can't wait till uh, we we talk about the results from last week. I hope you have those ready to go. I have the results. I would like you to laminate them after you're done and uh, please (laughs) overnight them to me so I can put them up on the wall. And they deserve to be out there. You're doing good, Johnny. Don't worry. It's okay. I know. Um, So, Sopranos tonight. Yeah. What what episode was it? Episode 10? Episode 10. Losing track track of the numbers. Uh, So, let's do Sopranos review. And then we'll do our picks for the week, and then uh, we will call it a night. Sounds good. You ready? I'm just handing off the baton to you, my friend. All right. Sopranos, Season 2, Episode 10, Bust Out. Uh, aired March 19th, 2000. Do you remember what you were doing that night, other than watching The Sopranos? I wonder what... what uh, what's that? March 19th of 2000? Yeah. 
oh god i think i was i i was with an ex-wife at that point <laughs> i think that's <laughs> yeah, scary what are you fucking like mickey rooney at 20 ex-wives <laughs> no, no just one just one <laughs> so this is written by uh frank ranzulli and then green and burgess so it's all three of them and directed by uh patterson yeah <clears throat> so we open up in the police station there's a uh, joe citizen there looking at a mugshot of tony and he's iding tony that he saw at the, at the scene of this crime and he didn't see the other guy but he was a heavy set guy and uh as they're, <laughs> as they're leaving he's like what happened to that kid mixed up with mixed up with crack or something and uh the detectives are like yeah something like that they're like yeah <laughs> We can't tell this guy who, this, who he really is. And uh, no, of course not. You know, it's they know that it, it's over once the guy finds out who the hell it is. I can't, I can't I, wait. To, I can't wait to. Should we? Can we jump to that scene now? Nah, we'll, I can't wait to get to the scene of him and his so wife. The, oh, I know it's classic. So the Sopranos, uh, or Tony Soprano, isn't already well known by everyone. That's a good question. I just found that hard to believe. Harder to believe that than AJ being a swimmer. No, well, yeah, that was odd. Also, no, he he did slim up. I feel like he he might have kept up with that swimming swimming over the years. We just weren't aware of it. He really slimmed down. <laughs> I know, but in this episode, he's not at his slimmest. Well, I don't think he's doing twenty, you know, butterfly laps. I think he's probably you know one lap and done. Why? Well, what do you mean in real life? In the show, I mean. <laughs> in the show, he's he's, he's not doing it. I don't know much about not... I don't know much about swimming in terms of a sport. Uh-huh. You know, at, at the you know at the youth level, I mean, don't you have to swim a lot when you when you're a swimmer? I think at every level, you. I mean, I guess when you say swim a lot, what's what's a lot? I don't know, like 20, 20 laps of practice or something, or aren't you just swimming in the pool and just nonstop? There's no way that Gavon is is swimming twenty laps. That's well, that's my point. <laughs> right, but he's still, you know, he's on the swim team. Maybe he's a stand-in. He's on the bench. I guess, yeah. Well, he almost finished second. We'll we'll get to that. They just do the relays anyway. That he's probably in a relay, which means you just have to swim a lap in a race, and that's it. I, you know, I I never seen a swimmer that chubby. I mean, you're making me say it, but I just could. They could have picked up any other sport, couldn't they? It's his first season. It's his first <laughs> season on the swim team. <laughs> it is. It is. He just took it up. I really want that that trading card. AJ Soprano swim team. You know, height, and weight. His favorite swimmer. Who was it? Who did his favorite swimmer have been back then? Like Mark Spitz, or is it? Is he? Who was? Who was swimming in two thousand? Spitz, I guess. I, I, I yes, honestly, I mean, I'm happy to say I don't know any others. It's not, well, Spitz was like seventy six. Greg Leganis was he Greg a diver? <laughs> he was a diver. Oh, all right. I wonder who. He yeah, still he, might have idolized him. We must have had. A, we must have had a, had a good swimmer in two thousand. God, it could have been fucking Phelps, actually. No, Phelps back then. 19 I, years ago? I he's don't been think sw- so. He's been swimming a long time, man. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, how old was he in? Well, yeah, you know what? Maybe you're right. 
It could have been Phelps. But I have a feeling Phelps was a little too young at that point. I think right then he probably was like 11 or 12. Let me see. This is this is too yeah, important. Yeah, please fact check this. This, this is, is too uh, important to pass up. You can't leave the listeners hanging on like this. All right. 2000 <laughs> Summer Olympics. We're in Sydney. That's Australia. Right. Yes. Uh, the sports. Let's go with swimming. Part events now results. This is taking way too long. All right. 500 meter freestyle. It, <laughs> all right. Anthony Irvin. All right. Let me that is. Anthony uh, Irving. Lenny, Lenny Kraselberg, United States. Uh, I remember that guy. Tom Dolan, Tom McCall. Uh, the, the, all right. This, yeah. Oh, this was the dream team. I remember. <laughs> all right. Nobody was on. Nobody of note was on the no. 2000 team. Now, I'm hold, sorry. Oh, hold wait, on. wait, wait. Are we talking what? about who he would have idolized? Is that how we got here? That is how we got here. Let's go to 96 okay. because that's since it's year 2000. I really don't want to go ahead. <laughs> I've you... already, I've deeply lost interest in this topic. Yeah, you're right. Let's move on. Nothing against swimmers, but please, let's not do. You know, people are tuning out as as you speak. Well, doesn't doesn't Olivia play sports and you get the little trading cards with softball or whatever she's playing and you the little she trading stopped. cards? She she's on the instruments now. She's yeah. uh, guitar and saxophone. She's she she said something uh, earlier. It's funny that you mentioned that. She said something earlier today. That she wants to either run or play soccer so she she wants to maybe go back to soccer i said no i know you don't want to go back to soccer and i'm finding it hard to believe that my child is going to run for longer than 45 seconds <laughs> i just never seen it you know in in her 10 years on this planet but we'll see so yeah i i don't know she i think i got a lot of uh, theater and concerts in my future with her not uh sporting events which is fine yeah, yeah it is well, let her know if she wants to be if she wants to take up swimming. It's nothing but pizzas and six packs of cokes. <laughs> yeah, you're well, all with these kids. Yeah, and, and, and smashing, and, and smashing glass platters uh, of Z's. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, okay, so right, can we get on. back to the Sopranos, please? I I would love to. Um. So now uh, T's in the mall, and there's a carousel, and you hear the music, and then there's a, some lost kid, and the, and the little kid calls out mommy, and then he's reminded of Bevel Aqua calling out to his mother. And then, right. uh, you know, he, he, he pauses there and then says something to the mom, and they leave, whatever. And so uh, he's meeting Richie. Uh, so Richie comes over, and he wants to talk about Barone. So Barone is charging Richie a lot for his 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 trash routes and he called him a bow tie wearing motherfucker is overcharging me yeah and uh you know i don't Tony's, remember barone wearing a bow tie but no nah, that must mean something yeah <clears throat> and then you know tony's like you know i'm not in charge of this or whatever you know jackie you know just passed along those prices or he didn't know what he did or something and, yeah uh, richie wants a rate and Tony says, all right, I'll see what he says. And he says, good, since you are a part owner of the company. And, like, you know, T loves just kind of fucking with Richie. He just – he can't help smiling about it. Yeah, like at his own expense. Yeah, he's such an asshole. You're right. It's like it's like he needs to go ask Barone. Like he can't just make the call on what's right. going to happen. 
Yeah, he's just being a dick. Yeah, he loves just yeah fucking with them. He he can't even hide laughing at him. Or at least yeah, I'm... no, I mean, and that's why it's like, uh, of course, Richie wants to fucking kill him. Well, why wouldn't uh, he? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, then he gets home and he's like, I guess based on last week when he was you know still trying to make up for what he said to AJ, he's like, you know, where's AJ? I want to hang out or something. And Carmel is like, you know, why does sudden burst of fatherhood? Uh, always getting right to the point. Uh, she's reading her her geisha book, by the way. Um, and he's just like, you know, he's thinking about Bevilacqua. You know, the kid was a complete fuck up. You know, listen, we all know that AJ is basically a fuck up. And he's like, you know, I, this kid needs street smarts. You know, can't be a sucker. And then, you know, Tony is so transparent that even at the end, he's like, yeah, did you see about that poor kid they found dead? He was 23 years old. Like, I mean, I know. It's. I didn't always love it when they did that. Um, I don't know. If it's ham-handed, but I don't know if it just feels ham-handed the way he. If you think about somebody we know, this would probably this would be the way they approach everything. So transparent, but they think yeah, they're you're getting probably right. They think they're getting over on you. You know, he would never tell Carm that that he killed somebody just so he doesn't make an accomplice, but, you know, it, it's so it's such a non sequitur bringing up some kid. Because of AJ that died, some Italian yeah, it kids. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It 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 is actually there are people like that. We know them. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Okay, you're so hard on you're so you're so. Uh, I don't know. You get so you're so defensive of the dumb Italians. They're really just dumb. No, so and bad act <laughs> and bad Italian actors. You're like yeah, bad Italian actors. I definitely have a, a problem. Look, I'm. Uh, part Sicilian, so I can go ahead and pick them apart as much as I want. Right, maybe we're that's very critical. Saying. We're very critical of each other, us uh, uh, ten, one tenth Sicilian. <laughs> maybe that's why you're so sensitive about it. It could be. <laughs> don't so, start calling me a zip. Okay? <laughs> zip. I don't want to hear it. Uh, now they're at. Uh, hold on. What's the name of the place? Ramsey Outdoor, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ramsey's outdoor. Ramsey outdoor and Tony and Richie and Polly and Pussy, they're all just camped out. And Davey's on the phone, he's calling suppliers and hey, it's busy there. Yeah, it's real busy now and uh <laughs> busy operation suddenly <laughs> in the store. There's, you know, there's there's uh coolers that that Richie decides they need to be red, the blue ones don't sell. And Ramlosa water, never heard of that. Some some bottled water. Uh, oh, you never like, heard of Ramalosa? No. There's cases yeah. of it, and Tony's yeah. getting three in his car, and all this stuff, and uh, and you know, then you have Davey. You're like, all right, call up and get get some plane tickets, the infamous plane tickets uh, that Livia gets eventually. You know, he's buying. He's like, why would they buy this stuff? You know, they're like, you know, no, it's for promotions. They're like, poor Davey, yeah. he, still th- he still thinks he's keeping the store, and. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's the funny part, but yeah. He's like, uh, when will the vendors find out that I'm not paying, you know, I'm not going to pay them or whatever. And, and uh, <laughs> Richie's like, when your credit runs out, Diamond Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Diamond Jim. I don't even know that reference, Diamond I Jim. I don't either. I love it. Yeah. Should have fucking Googled that one earlier. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is one of my favorite episodes, by the way. Yes. Yeah, I love it, too. All right. This is a perfect, again, uh, this is a great contemporary, you know, example of what happens when you fuck around with the mob. 
So now uh, back at the house, AJ, and this is where I noticed his swimmer's physique. <laughs> wait, wait. What? Diamond, Diamond Jim Brady was an American businessman and financier. <laughs> so I guess he's... <laughs> <laughs> he's just being facetious i love it okay that's so brutal <laughs> yeah that's that's rough diamond jim i mean they dug deep on that one yeah that's how the good. hell who came up with diamond jim okay go on sorry uh ages out in the pool with tony and uh he opens up uh i don't know one of the pool boxes and he like jumps and he's like well, you know he eats a spider and uh tony's like oh my god this fucking pussy the spiders <laughs> and uh meanwhile <clears throat> the the polish maid comes out she says there's police at the at, you know police need you or something he's like did you let them in and he's like warrant warrant don't let them in and um it's agent harris an old friend and uh, the essex somebody from the essex police department yeah essex county yeah and they ask him to come down, you know, you can bring a lawyer, don't or whatever, but we want to talk to you. I don't even think they mentioned what for. Did they? I don't remember. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think they say anything. And, um, you know, he tells them to go fuck themselves. They leave. And then uh, he's like, tells AJ, he's like, yeah, don't tell mom because AJ was asking about those guys. Right. <clears throat> so uh, Pussy goes to meet Skip and he's like, Skip's got anything for me? He's like, yeah. And he gives him like a, a list of. Who was involved with Webistics? And uh, yeah, Webistics. Skip just loses it on him, and he's like, you know, you got something you want to tell me? Uh, you weren't there with Bevilacqua, and you know, uh, someone I bought a quote-unquote husky accomplice. <laughs> husky. <laughs> I can't believe that that's what they the the adjective they use the husky accomplice. So great. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think Skip and uh, Pussy are the same size. Am I wrong? No, no. They got to be exactly the same size. It's almost like they're twins, but with just different hair color. You know, back then, I mean, that was definitely husky. There wasn't a lot of people that size, the size of pussy and and skip. <laughs> I mean, they are big boys. Yeah, they are husky. Husky almost. When I think of husky, it's usually like a maybe a, a an overweight teen. I think of husky. What's you don't usually hear like a, a grown man described as husky. Well, what's the first thing you think of when you hear husky? You mean besides a dog? Right. Uh, I don't know. A AJ? No, you don't think of Granimals? No, I don't even know what. What's Granimals? Remember what is that? Is that kids' clothes or something? It was a closing line from the 70s where you would mix and match, and the sizes, one of the sizes was Husky. Oh, God, I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't really have to worry about it. I weighed like 40 pounds up until I was 14. So Yeah, I think one of my cousins was... was husky, so I couldn't get his hand-me-downs. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, I can't believe that they had a husky size back then. Yeah, remember Garanimals? Remember, Garanimals? remember you would mix and match like every – Is that where you would match up like that? Did would they put an animal on the on the waistband or something so you knew what the fuck to match it up to? I that, they... could, that was probably it. Yeah, you'd like – your whatever all your tigers would match or something i'm guessing sounds familiar it was big in the sears catalog hey this is a good segue we should keep talking about your animals <laughs> we really should i was i was at we were at oshkosh uh bagosh family but, you know, <laughs> we lived in a different part of jersey i guess let me let know. me ask you this 
Did Mark Spitz work for animals in 1970? I bet he was he a spokesman for him. I bet he was. Not until after the dream, him and the rest of the dream team, uh, <laughs> you know, won it all in in '90. Whatever the fuck you were talking about, 2000. I just found a commercial from 1975. God, I want to play it so bad. All right, I'll move on. Yeah, it's all good. <clears throat> keep, keep it keep it moving. Skip is pissed. He's really pressuring him. You got to get. It. I want Tony on tape saying that he killed Bevilacqua. Um, and then Pussy's like, oh, who was? who's the witness? He tries to even get it out of them. Um, so now Tony goes to see his lawyer, Mink, and he's like, listen, they're the only one should come in so they could, you know, fuck with your story later on in trial. You know, if they, if they had anything, you'd be in jail already. Uh, let me get my ducks in a row, you know, from now, but... From here on out, drive the speed limit. Be careful. You know, on and on. Yeah, right. Got to watch yourself. Carm <clears throat> uh, has some ladies over for lunch. One of them is Davy's wife, uh, Christine, and she kind of hangs around later. And they they bring up Eric's car, and Christine just really doesn't seem to be bothered by it. That uh, does she, does she know what he did? I. Maybe not then. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like she does. Well, no, I don't know that. How is that possible? Because the son had to. I'd have to rewatch to it. I, yeah, I don't know why she's so just casual about it, or even going over to see her. Um, unless she just, you know, she does know that Davy's a fuck up. She she could have just chalked it up to that that she owed Tony money, and he just gave yeah. her a car. Maybe she just maybe she just accepted on that level, but. I guess so, but yeah, it does seem odd that she would be with them, you know, just knowing what happened and what went down. Yeah. So she gets. Why would she want to have anything to do with them? No. Uh, but you know, she gets so she gets picked up by her brother Victor, um, who uh, Joe Penny, right? Yeah, Joe Penny from Riptide, baby. Riptide. Eighties. Jake and the Fat Man. Yeah. Riptide was one of my favorites when I was, you know, I guess 10 or 11. Really? I never, I don't think I ever saw Riptide. Did you ever see the Paul Rudd, John Hamm uh, reenactment of the credits, opening credits? Was that Riptide or? No, that wasn't Riptide. I I didn't. uh, I could already say I didn't see it, but it sounds like something I need to see. It's fucking hilarious. It's not. (laughs) I just, I love uh, John Hamm. I love both of them, actually. Yeah, it's not Riptide. It's that other. There was some other cop buddy show and some bald guy. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Just search, okay. search. It's Funny or Die. They do these credits and they're just tremendous. Okay. And, and they reenact uh, the, They out. reenact the credits. It's so great. By the way, have you uh, checked out the Paul Rudd show on Netflix, Living with Yourself? No. Oh, well, you got to check it out. It's okay. interesting. All right. So, uh, moving on. Da, da, da. Uh, Victor comes in. <clears throat> um, and, you know, there's a little spark with him and Carmela. And he's like, she's like, oh, I've been thinking about getting my dining room wallpapered. And uh, she asked for a card. And then as Vic, Victor and Christine are walking out, she's like, don't even think about it. She's, she's married to Tony Soprano. And uh, he's like, well, it doesn't matter because I respect the ring. And, uh, Christine's right. like, well, that one probably came off of a dead guy or something, or she said something like that. <laughs> um, 
Doesn't so that, uh, when, it, when they talk about wallpaper in your bathroom or something, doesn't it sound like a sexual innuendo? I, she wants them to wallpaper her or whatever. Well, yeah, eventually. I think she brings oh, up yeah, I guess the powder that's room. True. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now we cut to Davy. He's lying on his pool table with a gun in his mouth, trying to maybe commit suicide. And instead he hears her come home, and he jumps up and he hides the gun. And then uh, he screams at her. He's, you know, it's crying. You know, just yelling at her. She's like, "What are you right. doing on the pool table? You always, you always com- don't complain about your felt. I know how this is, man. I'm so consumed with my pool table's felt and anyone <laughs> fucking with it. But he's yeah. standing on top of it. That's that's a no no. He loses his shit on her, doesn't he? He's like, oh, yeah. fucking changing a light bulb or like, something. I can't. Yeah, get off my back. Um." Yeah, he's like, yeah, the glare bounces off the one ball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tough times for Davey, man. Yeah, poor Tough Davey. times. So now we get Start to see thing. Richie's ass. And uh, he's banging oh, yeah. Janice from behind on the couch. And as the camera wheels around, so she's like saying, oh, you're the best. Oh, you're the man. You're, you know. And as we wheel around, we see that he has a gun to her head. And uh, she's like, you're yeah. the boss. And then she's like, it should be you. And then when she when she kept saying it should be you, then he just stops. He's like, what the fuck? And, and uh, you know, you're always saying boss this and boss that. And, you know, and the funny part, he's like, you're saying it should be you. He's like, you're not in the moment. <laughs> Yeah, he's like it's you know a kid, that's not part of it or you right. know it is it is weird. It's well you know it's Janice. She's trying to put this into his head. It is she weird. Wants him to start shit. Yeah, yeah. Mildly. She wants him to start shit. She's always scheming. Well, I was talking about the, the actual sex act. Was oh well that's yeah well that's fucking strange. Of yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's like I find powerful men erotic, and he's like I gotta be loyal. And then she's like tell that to Paul Castellano. Oh man. And then okay. she's like, uh, I'm old school, Janice. I'm old school. And then they start smoking weed. And then and then the amazing part is down comes Livia on that, you know, that chair, electric chair down the steps. Yeah. And she's like, do I smell marijuana? And I want to watch the I can't <laughs> believe they're not only are they fucking he's fucking over the gun to her head with Livia upstairs. I know. And like these are two grownups. What's he like? Fifty five. Right. And he's in like. His girlfriend's mother's house. Let me see him pulling up his pants. They they can't go to his place. I Does know. he not have a place? I don't know. Good question. I guess we never found <clears throat> out, but yeah. Uh, it's one twenty in the morning. We see Carm having basically a wet dream in bed. Uh, she wakes up and looks over, and you know she's thinking about Victor, but you know Tony's not there. And uh, she goes back to sleep. Um, so now Tony is talking to Pussy at um, at the sporting goods store. And he's like, you know, what? Wh- why do they want to bring me in? And Pussy's like, they want to lock you in the story. And he's like, how come uh, they haven't asked you to come in? And Pussy's like, yeah, yeah they will. They will. And then uh, Pauly and Furio come in and, and Tony's like, look at these two, the flying Govone brothers. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got to be my my fantasy team name next year, the Flying Govo Brothers. That's a good one. <laughs> it is. If and... we come out with our own uh, jar of gravy, maybe someday we partner Ooh. up. We can call it the Flying Flying Govo Brothers. I love uh, it. 
It's a good idea, right? Yeah. Don't steal that world. Uh, yeah, please. I know we already put it out there. TM. Flying yeah. Gavon Brothers. TM. Yeah, this is a, yeah, we've officially copyrighted that. Cease, Can't take cease, that, cease, no. cease. Uh, Paulie's like, he's like, it's not good. And, you know, Tony flips out on him and uh, he's, but it's fixable. And he's like, it's not a rat. And then they cut to, they, you know, the camera goes to pussy. He's like, oh, thank God. And uh, <laughs> it's an eyeball witness. And, and then they're like, so then Furio says, you're going to have to lamb chop it for a while, which was mildly. Oh. Yes. And uh, I think yeah, they, pa- they shoehorned that one in there. Yeah. A bit. Paulie says, you know, just a, some flag saluting motherfucker, the eyeball witness. And then, uh, you know, pussy's like, I always have a bag ready to go. And Paulie's like, yeah, tell me about it. Tell us about it. He's like, come on. <laughs> bygones. bygones. That was great. That was great. I like that. And Tony starts flipping out. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not lambing it with no money. I'm not going to, uh, I don't go to some rat infested motel in Elvis country. And, uh, Fury's like, what does that mean? And Paulie's like, where well, there's no Jews or Italians. <laughs> and, uh, so now in the middle of all this, so now Tony's completely freaking out. In comes Davey on the phone. Dave, uh, I'm getting, I'm getting sued. <laughs> I'm getting sued. I knew this was going to happen. And, Tony's yelled, Davey, get back in your fucking hole. Right. And he then. He just starts flipping out on Davey. Yeah. And then he's, I'm sorry, Davey. You're doing a good job, like Davey. He's ta- <laughs> like he's talking to like a 15 year old. Good little baby. Um, <clears throat> Furio says, uh, you know, we'll find them. But he says in an Italian. And, and Pussy's like, yeah. Pussy's like, what are you talking about? You don't know what he said. And then uh, <laughs> Pussy says, yeah, I did. What he say? And he's like, sit on this, and he shows him some fucking pole or something, and uh, right. And they're all kind of laughing. And Tony's like, five minutes from the can, and I'm sitting here laughing. Yeah, I don't know what he was laughing about. It wasn't that funny, but no, <laughs> okay. But they love that. They love that stupid shit. Pussy can get, you know. That's the only reason Pussy is still alive is because he's able to, you know, pull these little lines out that make them all laugh for some reason. Yeah, they laugh at those lines. I mean, you or I would have killed in this fucking group. Holy I mean, shit. You know, we just would have killed. They, they would have been rolling uh, all, all, all day, every day. All, all our Mark Spitz material? Ah, please. They, they couldn't even breathe. So then. You have to dig that deep, I don't think. Nah, probably not. We could have went from. We could have went to the 84 Olympics. Maybe some Edwin Moses. Yeah, well, you know what? Um, by the way, before I forget, yeah. as we're talking about this scene, when Tony's like flipping out about. The bad luck. Well, I think he goes off a little bit more later in this episode. Yeah. But, um, it's just so ironic. It's like, asshole, you you, you shot a kid. <laughs> you know, you, you know, this is what happens. Yeah. Like it's not like the world is against you, or you have the all the bad luck in the world. You shot someone, and you were you. You didn't have to. You weren't very careful about it. You didn't have to. You weren't very careful about. It. You could have just let the kid go. But well, you know, you have guys. You had two guys who were going to go do it for you. Yeah. Somebody would have just dealt with it, and you you could have stayed away. But no, it had to be you and Pussy. But then again, he he was doing this subconsciously because he was trying to rope Pussy in because he wanted Pussy to be an accomplice to something, right? Because even now, in the back of his mind, he's he's thinking that Pussy is potentially a rat. Sure, I I could right. see that. I think, but then, oh God, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but then again, if you thought he was a rat, would you really go and kill someone with him, knowing yeah. that he's probably wired? 
Yeah, that's true too. You're wrong. Yeah, he wouldn't do that. Yeah, so, so I'm wrong. So I, I guess that that wasn't the case. Well, you know, it's funny watching this because, you know, obviously we both watched it in real time in March of 2000. Then we watched it. How many other times we watched it after that? This is the yeah. first because we're we're like talking it out and talking about him and like I'm definitely watching him with a different eye and like I didn't care that he was a dick back then and and when I first when I would watch these episodes the first couple of times I'm like oh good he got out of it oh yeah he's you know the, he's not going to go to jail like I was pulling for him you know I I mean I still kind of am I guess but it, you know he's yeah. I know what you're saying. I agree. And and part of me, yeah, but part of me now as I'm watching is like, this this fucker, he gets away with everything, you know, and it it really, and it just continues on and on throughout the series. And I think it's something that can be frustrating because, I mean, how often has Tony really knocked down a peg? It's very rare. It is. And I, I, you know, I think the ultimate joke of it all is David Chase sitting back and like, you know, what do I have to do to make people not like this guy? <laughs> and and it basically it was nothing. There there were like there was nothing he could do to make us not like him. I mean, of course, you know, ninety percent of that is Gandolfini. Um, yes. There's just a there's just a nice there's a there's a there's a goodness just naturally just in his face. I mean, if you know what I mean. Not I I do. You know, at his core, he was an evil fucker um, it's, not, it's not to say that he wasn't a complete you know his i don't want to downplay how good great his acting was when he had to be a prick but ultimately because we just you know you can't help it now it's like we've grown up with this guy now and and you know we look at every other thing he's ever done i don't know now he's dead it's even sadder i know well look i mean you know he played tony soprano the anti-hero you know one of the and one it, of the it, early anti-heroes right i mean right this is it this is, is before Walter White and basically the first one. And that's the other part of it too, is we don't know how to react to this. I mean, what world else were we watching in 2000? Like that we, you know, you just watch your, your main characters and that was it. There was no, no concept. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember what else was on, you know, at this time. I mean, I remember six feet under was somewhere around here. Um, in fact, it was probably at the same time. So I was, I was watching that, but yeah, there were there was nothing else where you had an anti-hero like this that you were rooting for. I would say if I was to compare it to Breaking Bad, I feel like Gilligan and Brian Cranston did a better job of really making me not like Walt. I mean, obviously at the end I still was pulling for him, but I, I really grew to not like him. He was very tough to to like. He was just so fucking detestable and selfish, and he got Hank killed. It was just, yeah. I know. I never really got there though. With him, really? Yeah. You, you you were still pulling for him even when Hank was killed. Yeah, I just wanted interesting. Him, yep. Well, I wanted him. Look, I mean, they set up a a great enemy and, and villain in Uncle Jack. You know the this fucking neo Nazi, but um, or the Nazi, I I should say. Spoiler but, alert. Ah, it's all good. <laughs> I think people have seen Breaking Bad. Um, you know. They they did a good job of setting up that that villain, so maybe that helped. I certainly wanted Walt to take him down, but after everything he had done to Jesse, and I can't believe that he, he killed Jane. Like, how could you or let her die? I should say, like, how could you not have ill feelings towards Walt at the end there? 
I don't know, man. I'm Maybe an you're bad too. There's no question. <laughs> um. Okay. So. So now yeah, Tony's Car- pissed off that pussy says his yeah. joke, and then what happens? Carmela is at Vesuvio's with Christine uh, Scatino yeah. for lunch, and uh, you know she's talking about Davy as a gambler, and he has a problem, and she's like, "Thank God the business is in my name." And then uh, Artie's mm-hmm. like, "I'm going to give you guys a tasting mess uh, menu. I got a deal on Ramlosa," <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, they're all excited. And then Carmen's like, "Oh my God, I had a dream about your brother the other night." And you know, she's like, "What?" She's like, "No, no, it's uh, about my wallpaper." <laughs> and uh, okay, I had a dream about your brother. <laughs> That's na- naturally. I, I have dreams about everybody I meet for the first time. Right. Yeah. Well. Tony we come, know what she was dreaming about. Tony comes home with a stolen fishing rod from Ramsey Outdoor. And sure. uh, he sees AJ in the kitchen. He's like, hey, you want to go fishing? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. He's like, you know, but now? And uh, he's like, no. He's like, oh, I've gone to the mall and names a bunch of people. And Tony's like, a double date? Like, come on, dude. Not your pussy. Like, he's, try- he's saying that because he knows his son's not going to fucking date. And Of uh, course. He's like, no, we're just going to the mall, walk around, eat something, get some Mrs. Fields. And Tony's like, all right, fine. And um, Yeah, like a big baby. A total big baby. baby. Then he admits it later, just like our friend. Uh, Pouting. <clears throat> you know, he goes, and he talks about Melfi. He's like, yeah, the kids are getting, you know, kids are getting older, you know, blah, 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 that shit, leaving the nest. And then um, he's like, he tells her, he's like, you know, I could be going away for a while for something I did not do. And, uh, you know, and she kind of blows See, these up. These are the moments where I'm just like, yeah. Tony, you're such an asshole. I know. Like, we all know you did it. Uh, he's like, I can't discuss it with my psychiatrist. And, uh, you know, he's like, I got to stay around a while for my kids, especially my boy, at least until he's out of the house. And, and Elfie's like, I've never seen you this uh, scared before. And then yeah. he starts cursing. He's motherfuckers. I don't deserve this. And, right. you know, like, oh, my God, what? And then she's like, how's the magic? How's your medication? Um, <laughs> and then, then it ends. Uh, Paulie meets uh, Tony at the store, the sporting goods store, that is. And he's like, we haven't found the witness yet. He's like, you know, the feds are wrapped too tight. It's really hard to get in there. And, uh, you know, he's like, he's going to keep working it. And as Tony's kind of just wandering around, getting ready to leave, he hears, like, snoring. And, and Davey is in a tent, sleeping pizza box and and he's like uh what are you doing here he's like it's my store and he's like yeah your store's a fucking disaster <laughs> congratulations <Yeah>. <laughs> and um he's like yeah sometimes it's easier to stay here and go home and tony's like yeah i hear you and uh he's like the tickets came in do you want to split them up with richie he's like no fuck that they're mine and uh <laughs> he's like davy's like hey remember that time with something something and you were about to help me out and tony's like don't reminisce with me. And he's like, you know, uh, he's like, Davey's like, how come you, you, you let me get in that game? Like, why'd you do that? And he's like, Hey, I knew you had a store and uh, it's the frog and the scorpion, which is the story I don't know. And, and he's like, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, he's like, Davey's like, well, what's the end of this fucking moron? He's like, uh, well, you'll declare bankruptcy and then you'll be free and clear. He's like, he starts fucking crying. He's like, what do you want from me? This is my bread and butter. 
he's crying and crying. And he's like, he's oh. like, you get off. He's like, you get to, you know, you, yeah. you get out of this. You get out of it. It's, it's so weird the way he tries. I mean, is Tony that delusional to think that that's going to console Davy Scatino in this moment? All right. Just a bankruptcy gets you out of it. I mean, or he, he doesn't give a shit. No. I guess that's what it is. No. Um, now we, we cut to AJ's swim meet. And, uh, which seems completely normal to you for some reason. And then Carmel's watch. Well, uh, no, it's not that it's I'm normal. Just, I think he's an early swimmer. He almost came in second? I don't know. I didn't see the weight class of the other kids that he was racing. <laughs> and then, of course, he has an excuse. He's like, oh, I would have came in second if I didn't stub my toe on the wall or something. And she's like, you were, right. like, a, you were like a fish out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, he's looking around for Tony, and Tony's not there, and he's sad. Great acting by Robert Eiler here, to be sad. One of his better moments, yeah. I would say. And uh, so now Tony goes to Mink, got a bag. He's like, "All right, that's four hundred k in there. This is an allowance for Carm. You know, whenever she comes in, give her whatever she wants. If she wants it all, give it to her. You know, she won't do that." And then Mink is like, "Oh, how long are we gonna do this?" He's like, "Don't worry, you want to go into your own kink about." kick about it uh this witness won't remain nameless forever and then as he's leaving he says that and then makes like i didn't hear that yeah <laughs> lawyer yeah, he doesn't want to know the details right <laughs> and then tony comes Although home at that point it's said in confidentiality right? i mean these is attorney so like an attorney can't right like a, an attorney couldn't testify against his own client so what's the difference that's a good question because as slimy as lawyers are it seems like they really all the lying they do, they they really hold on to this. I mean, my examples are him and Saul Goodman. So, you know, kind of, you know, <laughs> give me a dollar, so I'm your lawyer and all that shit, kind of shit. Well, I mean, it, like if Tony just came out and said to Mink, like, "Hey, I shot that kid," like Mink couldn't testify, right? He's his client. Well, sure, I yeah, I guess so. And then, I mean, it's probably just understood that he's doing all this stuff. Yeah, Mink, I don't. And maybe I have that wrong. Maybe uh, it, I'm just assuming that's the case, so I don't know. Yeah, shit. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, Tony comes home and AJ's playing like video games or some shit. And he's like, you know, yells at AJ to go to bed. And then Karma's is like, uh, you know, where were you? He's like the swim. You know, you missed a meet. He's like, oh, shit. He's like, you should have seen his face. And he's like, yeah, well, you should have seen my face when I asked him to go fish it. And he's, he didn't go. Twelve year old. Karma's like, what are you, six years old? And uh, <laughs> she's like, you're like an alien life among us. Like, what's wrong with you? And then uh, he's like, oh, OK, yeah, Carm, only you care about him, not me. And she's like, you know, he's like, fuck you. And she's like, fuck you. And then they kind of like wrestle. And then they kind of he's like kind of like for a second, he's kind of like laughing. Like, why is she even trying to like 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 muscle me? And then he, well, just, he can't believe how angry she is. I I, I don't think yeah. he knows how to process it. Yeah. She's fucking furious. Yeah, you're probably right. And uh, yeah, he pushes it on the couch and then she goes upstairs. Yeah, like he doesn't understand. He just doesn't understand. You know, he's so he just doesn't give a shit about other people's feelings. He <laughs> just really doesn't. So I just don't think he's he's like, what, what, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, Why got, is my wife like wrestling with me? He's not used to that behavior from her. Yeah. I mean, everything we're talking about is going to be summed up in a perfect image at the end, but we'll get there. But yeah, Tony just doesn't. Yeah. Anyway, 
So now he starts drinking. You know, Meadow comes in. It looks like it's dawn or something. And uh, he turns the lights on. He's like, no, no, no. I, I like the dark. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good line. Uh, a little on the nose, obviously, but yeah, a little you know, bit. There's a lot of stuff that's that's pretty much on the no- on the nose, but you know, like I said, we were just used to like ER and Night Court or something. We weren't ready for sophistication like this. So they had to. <laughs> I gotta say, Tony's an annoying drunk, also. Yeah, and, and rambling and whatnot. And Meadow, remember, it's year two thousand. She's like, oh, I gotta go up. I gotta go online. <laughs> yeah, like you weren't doing it on your phone on the way home, right? Not back then. And he's like, uh, you know, what's going on with you? What are you doing? She's like, I just told you the chat room, and uh, she's just not having this conversation, and she's just so annoyed by it, you know, just teenager stuff. And he's like, you know, I oh, love, yeah. you. no, I love you, right? You know, and he's like, Mom said, you don't know that or something. She's like, Why would you believe her? And he's like, You know what? You know, I used to think you were like Karn, but you know, you're all me. You nothing gets by you. And uh and she he's like, I know you think I'm a hypocrite. And she's like, I'm going to bed. And and he's <laughs> like, That's all right, I love you, I love you. And then as she's leaving, she's like, Sometimes we're all hypocrites. And then isn't that the truth? Yeah. Well, she, and she just didn't want him to feel so bad yeah. that she's going to bed because she knows she's being a little brat. Which is that's Meadow. Yeah. And she heads on up. Uh <clears throat> who is this? Da, da, da. Oh. Carmela, so Victor's there working, doing the wallpaper and uh with Ramon, his helper. Carmela gives him a cooler and, you know, some some sandwiches and he's like, Oh, I'm I'm hungry for a home cooked meal. Turns out that he his wife died of breast cancer and and then she's like you know what? Take a look at this powder room. I want you to do as well. And she goes in there, and it's got some fucked up wallpaper on there. He's like, she's like, look at this. They even wallpapered the back of the door, and they shut the door, and then they start kissing, and uh, then they both stop, kind of freak out about it, and apologize. And you know, she's like, I've never done this, and he's like, yeah. And they just kind of move on. I will say those two do a good job of. Like, I, I buy it. I buy this whole thing. Oh, I do. It's very yeah. quick, you know, sort of she's falling for him or, or you know, is just excited about it. And, and the same with him, I guess. He's just yeah, attracted to her. It's married woman, and he's probably sad, sad widower. I really bought it. I did. Yeah, me too. Me too. Absolutely. Good chemistry. Yes. Um, Uncle Junior's house, but not his house that we know, some other house. And he's there watching soaps. I think it was All My Children. Because I remember I that actress. So. I don't know. And, uh, she was like a famous actress on that show. I think her name was... That doesn't matter. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Richie gives, him, Richie gives him some sneakers from the store. And he's like, oh, good. I'm going to give them to my car wash kid. He has duct tape <laughs> on his shoes or some shit. And, yeah. uh, and, and Richie's like, you're too good. You're too good, Junior. And then as he was saying that, Junior's like, what the fuck? She's knocked up now. She's like, she's a real butana. She, she fucked the arson <laughs> investigator last week. <laughs> He's really <laughs> deep into this show. She, He's gone like next level with this show. Oh, I wish. First of all, I wish it was on. I hope it is all my children. And I hope that was really the storyline that this chick fucked an arson investigator. That would just make it even funnier. If it was was actually it like Susan Lucci or something that you're talking about? It kind of. It, was, that- it wasn't Susan Lucci, but it was like another famous bitch on that show. 
But okay. and she got you know she would be on every magazine in the supermarket and stuff. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't I don't remember any right. of these people. But yeah, I wonder if that was a real plot line. I'll bet it was. I'll bet it was. I hope it was. Let's just pretend it was, and it makes it even funnier. Okay, <laughs> Junior. I like it. Fucking arts investigator, and uh, and then Richie starts you know laying some seeds like, hey, you know, uh, you know. I can't help but notice that Tony's not giving you anything. I can't, I can't not notice he's fucking you. And he's like, he's got to go. And, you know, at this point, like junior's a little bit offended. He's like, you know, can talk about my nephew and my own home. And, and, uh, is that all for show? I don't think so. like, do, I, really, you don't think so. You don't think junior, I mean, junior does harbor a lot of resentment against Tony and he was trying to have him whacked. Uh, you know, a year ago. Well, he Junior knows that he got played by Livia and probably realizes that was all a mistake. And he's probably appreciative that Tony hasn't killed him. And, and then somehow they've they've like re repaired their their familial bonds. I I guess so, except that he's willing to go along for the ride here and he and he lets Richie feel this one out. It tells me that, you know, there, there's something there where Junior, like, I don't I don't know that I buy 100% him being offended that Richie would suggest that Tony needs to go. Well, That's may, all. Maybe not offended, but he shut it down at least. And, he did. And he ex- I, I feel like that was he had to. Well, he accepts his fate, too. He's like, listen, at least now I'm getting some, some sort of income. Yeah. You know, again, he could be completely clipped or just completely shut off if Tony really That's wanted true. to. That's true. Tony d- didn't have to include him in anything or no. allow him to earn it at, at, at any level. Yeah, you're right. And uh, and Junior brings up this opportunity to say, you know, I'll tell you who I'll tell you who's not good. That niece of mine, when she was 10 years old, <laughs> you know, she was lifted cash out of my wallet. And uh, no shit. Yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Everything that we know about mm-hmm. Janice. Meadow uh, gets accepted to Berkeley and NYU and immediately goes over to see Livia. And she's like, Grandma, I got into these schools. And she's like, and what about that one that you won at Georgetown? I got waitlisted. You don't owe them anything. And uh, <laughs> she just reaches in, grabs 100, gives it to Meadow. Meadow just leaves. I mean, it's like, thanks. Meadow's there for like five seconds, right? Five seconds. And she walks get... out with a, with a 20, I'm assuming? No, no it was 100. Was it a hundred? Yeah. Oh god, I didn't even pay attention. I thought yeah. it was like twenty bucks. No, it was a hundred. Holy shit. Okay. Wow. Uh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Vic calls up Carmel and apologizes. He's never done that before. And and then she's like, well, "Listen, why don't you come? We'll talk about such and such, and we'll have some lunch. We'll have a good lunch. You finish up the job." He's like, "All right." He agrees to it. And uh, which is scary, but <laughs> now we cut to the citizen. So I should have looked up what this book was. He was reading Anarchy, State, and Utopia. She's reading the newspaper. I love, I hate this. It's such a TV thing. I don't know. All my wife and I do is watch TV. And maybe one know, of us. They're will, sitting here reading. One of, so there's no TV on, which just blows my mind. No TV on. He's reading a book. She's reading a newspaper. He's drinking wine. Like this is, an e- this is your evening. I, I just don't get this. Is- no, this is how they depicted all mayonnaises. Yeah, 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 true. But who does? Just oblivious, you know, nitwits, uh, reading the paper, reading our books, sipping our wine, 
you know that that's how they that's how they depict that. It's, it was weird that they did that all the time, actually. But I feel like I've seen this in a lot more things. You think? Yeah. And then, like, you know, I, I watch a lot of those, like, you know, home makeover shows or whatever. And, like, you know, the TV is an afterthought in these fucking rooms. You know, they, they, they make these pristine sitting rooms all, you know, to the nines of furniture and pillows and knickknacks. And then it's like, OK, yeah. we'll give you a TV, you know, a half an ass TV. Like, what the fuck are people doing in their homes? Just sitting around on their on their their precious couches and not watching TV? <laughs> I don't get it. Well, by the way, uh, we're watching this makeover show on TV, and you act like a TV doesn't belong in a house. Yeah, it's bizarre, but we're doing a deep dive on this scene, huh? Uh, <laughs> well, we are in a second because <laughs> so she's looking through the paper and she's like, uh, "By the way, who did you say that you saw was the murderer?" And she's like, "It was a soprano associate, uh, whatever Bevilacqua, Matthew Bevilacqua." And he's like, yeah. that detective, that lying cocksucker, he gets up right away. He's like, where's the phone number? Where's the phone number? She's like, it's on the fridge. It's on the fridge. Go, <laughs> Go get it. She's like, oh, you had to be a big man <laughs> and report the crime. Right. It's like quick. But I mean, the hitman could be outside the door right now. The panic was beautiful, though. I mean, it was perfect and probably very true to life. How yeah. people would react. You go from wine and books to fucking, oh, my God, we're going to die. Yeah, I don't need to be uh, on the wrong side of, of some mafioso. No. Um, Vic meets Davey in a bar. Davey's all fucking crying. And he's like, I'm not gambling anymore. I'm broke. And, and Vic's like, all right, you're going to go back to Gamblers Anonymous. You know, how much did you lose? We're going to set you on a payment plan. We'll figure it out. Davey's like, I lost everything. And, I, you know, I lost the store. And he's like. He's like, you know what? Why don't you go home? Did you find, you know, Eric got into Georgetown today. Do you even know that? And then Vic realizes that he blew the college fund. He's like, motherfucker. Oh. He's like, you know. First, How does he not fucking murder him? I don't How? know. Yeah, Because right before that, he's like, you know, after this, don't ever go home. You know, you get out of this house. And then, uh, but he's like, uh, well, what? Well, well, I was just going to say, I'm not sure if you were going to get to it or not, but. When he's talking about how he's into, oh, does he talk about how he's he's into Tony Soprano for the money yes, right now? Right after that, so he's like, oh well, Vic is like, fine, I'm paying for that kid's education, and then he's like, that maybe that's when he brought out the payment plan. He's like, you don't get it, I'm in debt to Tony Soprano, and you have no idea what dead eyes mean when these guys come over and find you in your bathrobe. Uh, and your fucking flip flops. And your flip flops. <laughs> I always start laughing at that scene when he says that. It's just so fucking funny, because it does sound pathetic, right? Poor Davey. You're just like so emasculated in your fucking bathrobe, and these these guys come to your door to threaten. Yes. You. And don't forget, this was the scariest guy in the world when he was in Terminator Two. Yeah, Robert Patrick. I actually really like Robert Patrick and almost everything that he's in. I loved him in Copland. I, yeah. I liked him in Terminator 2. I certainly love him here. Like He's just one of my favorite. He's up there with, as far as character actors go. I like him. Great fucking actor. I have to. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I have to look up and see just for the fuck of it if he got an Emmy nomination because he deserved it. Uh, I remember he was in this movie with Terry Hatcher years ago. Back when Terry Hatcher was just amazing. Um, God damn it. I wish I could remember it. I watched it over and over and over again. 
because it was uh, it was a lot of Terry Hatcher in it. Hmm. Terry Hatcher. <laughs> oh my God, he's been in everything. This fucking guy. So you're looking for what's the movie he was in? Terry Hatcher. Oh shit! They probably don't even have it listed, but I guarantee if I go down to uh, look at his filmography, I will find it. The Cool Surface. It was called. It was back in '94, so you're going way back. But that was, you know, after. Remember, he was in Die Hard too, also. What? Oh, yeah, Die he Hard was in too. Die Hard too. Yeah, he played one of the. He he was just a um one of the terrorists. So not nominated for The Sopranos. It's a shame. No. Oh God. Okay. So, I mean. Oh God. The, no, I was just gonna say the guy's been in like ninety movies. I might even be under. But go on. Tony is watching his History Channel. It's a it's a show about General Patton, and um. So Paulie calls him up, and he's like, "Tony got news. Uh, that person that saw what he what didn't happen." Now realizes that what he didn't that he didn't see what we know didn't happen. <laughs> I right. mean, again, this is really great. I love all the code. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this you know, I mean, I guess you can't convict off of this conversation, but it's stupid nonetheless. And yeah. uh, he's like, "Sleep well, my friend." And Tony is fucking relieved. And yes, of course. And, and at this exact moment, there was from the history from the Patton show, there was like Patton. Patton realized the more Germans we kill, the fewer of our own men will be killed. And I don't know. It was such a prominent line. I don't know. If, what do you think? Does that mean something in, in terms of this? I don't know. It's It would be odd for Chase to. to have that in there and for it not to mean anything. It has so, to. So I guess so. Our I guess that's the justification for for yeah. them, you know, taking everybody else out when they have to. It's to preserve their, their family. Okay. That makes sense. Um, he goes to the powder room where Carm had hooked up with Vic a day earlier and sits in the <laughs> toilet and starts kind of laughing and like crying and just, you know, so- sobbing. Um, I've never even seen this, this, uh, this, this powder room before. And I, I see it like three times in this episode. Yeah. We get a good look at that fireplace part of the family room too, which we never see much either. It, that's very true. Um, he goes to Melfi and he's very, re- she's like, oh, you seem relieved. And he's like sitting, he's like super relaxed. He's got his legs all stretched out. And, uh, and he's like, <laughs> open book, this guy. Yeah. He's like, Hey, when I was in Italy, I met this woman and she reminded me of you. And, and, uh, you know, she said I was my own worst enemy. And she's like, well, that's a cliche. And he's like, well, you know, they're kind of ancient over there and mysterious. She was like a witchy broad. And he's like, he's like, okay, so I did want to fuck her. And, uh. <laughs> but he's like, but she was right. I do bring this on myself. I mean, you know, so he's kind of realizing that at least this situation was his fucking fault. Well, he's not an idiot. I don't, I don't know what it is. He well, walks through life justifying everything that he does. That's what it is. Yeah, he he, he justifies everything. He, and, and Melfi's helped him realize the stuff he does, too. And he likes to, like, self-diagnose. He does. It's almost like he believes this is like the Truman Show. Yeah. It's just everything's yeah. about him, you know? And uh, so he's like, you know what? I dodged a very big bullet, and I don't need psychiatry today. And then he leaves. <laughs> now, this part I need your help with. So he goes to visit Beansy, 
He's like, Beansy, I got an envelope for you. It's 50 grand in there. He's like, you know, donate it to, you know, paraplegic, whatever. And Beansy's like, fuck that. I'm I'm going to walk. And he's like, all right. He's like, just give it to him. He's like, I'm not going to be a poster boy for them. And, and he's like, fuck you, fuck you. And then, and then he's like, Tony's like, he's like, come on, just, you know, take it. He's like, you know, he makes him take it. He does. And then as Tony's walking out, he's like, he's just like beaming, smiling ear to ear that he took this money. So what the fuck was this? I mean, that was, that's Tony's conscience. Like that's h- him knowing that, I think so. I mean, I think that that's just him. It's just a relief. You know, it's one less thing for him to worry about or to feel guilty about that Beansy is in the condition that he's in. And, you know, Tony, first of all, he thinks he's going to cover everything up or, or patch everything up with money, just like he does with his wife and with everyone else. And that's why people love him. That's what he's doing for Beansy. I think that's it. And, you know, it's just that weight off of his mind. And it's like he a, settled another, you know, he scratched another thing off the list. Right. And it's a simplistic gesture, really. Uh, yes. It's the most basic and, thing he could do. And this reminds me, we skipped over the fact that when Janice was talking to Richie, you know, Richie's like, when I think about it, I gave him that jacket and he spit on it. And, like, you know, <laughs> Richie is still, like, pissed and wants to, you know, really fuck him up. Uh, he, he and he says it to Janice, but uh, I forgot to met. That was important. That was a bad thing to forget. That's um, nah, okay. So now... Uh, Shania Twain, you're still the one, is playing on the radio. Karma's cooking for Vic. Nice, elaborate lunch. And then Ramon comes in, and, you know, that's that. And she doesn't know why, but it's like after he realized he took all Davey's money, he wasn't coming there. And they cut right to Ramsey Outdoor. It's getting liquidated and locked up and, you know, the the tape on the door and the whole thing. And... uh that's the end of that. That's the end of Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah. So now out. Tony and AJ are on Stugatz. They're out wherever they are. Sail, uh, not sailing, whatever you would call it, on the boat. and Cruising. Uh, cruising, thank you. And uh, Tony's like, hey, you want to drive? You want to drive? And he's like, yeah. He's like, no, nah, you might not be allowed. He's like, all right. And he's like, listen. It's different than a car. You have to anticipate your turns a lot sooner. Anticipate your turns a lot sooner, which is what Tony never does. And well, sometimes he does. Well, I mean, I, I do think this he's case always he playing a few moves ahead. It's just that sometimes he's uh, very impulsive, and that's when he fucks things up, like when he kills Ralphie. Ah, shit! Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> and then they speed up and speed up and their wake basically knocks over like this rowboat and journeys wheel in the sky, keeps on turning and plays as the credits roll and everybody in their wake is either drowning or capsized. And that's just how it goes. The Tony Soprano wheel in the sky keeps turning and fucking up everyone around them. Yeah, great, great song choice. I mean, yeah. David Chase really did a good job always of he loves his journey. a journey. He loves his journey, and and hey, he 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 selects them well. Um, I love the wheel in the sky keeps on turning. It's very true. Um, and also when you think about you know, look, this is Tony just winning back his son again. Yeah, you know, he was a complete fucking prick to to AJ, 
um, in this episode, uh, you know, completely disregarding him, whatever. He had his reasons, but, and here he is, he's just taking him out on a boat and that's going to win his son back. It's just the same old shit, you know, it's just Tony over and over again. And I love him. They, I love the way that they, <laughs> they knock those guys uh, off their boat, you know, it, it, with the fucking wake that they create. It's amazing. <laughs> it's 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 perfect. Again, it's very on the nose, but it's still it's it's great nonetheless. Yeah. Just destroying other people's lives yeah. without even noticing. Right. <laughs> right. I've no not care. Just oblivious. No. Right. No. <laughs> um, what do you get? Yeah, this one? So that's it. Oh God, bust out! Uh, bust out's an A plus for me. I don't know if I'm an A plus. I don't know why. I just uh, I, I feel. Oh wow! I mean, it had Davy Scatino for me. I mean, you know, Davy Richie. Yeah, Neville you're right. Junior in there. Junior shines just in the few minutes that he's in the episode. You're exactly. You know what? I'm sorry. It's an A plus. Junior is talking about the the Butano on the soap opera. Richie has a gun to Janice's head when he's fucking her. Yeah, you're right. Davy is. I mean, is you, get, you get Livia coming down the fucking Liv- steps. Yeah, in her, I'm sorry. In her little uh, cart or whatever it I'm, is that's hooked up to the wall. I'm so self conscious about giving every episode an A. That, but yeah, you're right. It's an A plus. It is. Now, they, as we get towards the end of season two, they, these are some episodes that you really they're going to be up there. A A plus A plus plus. True. Um, th- you know, this one isn't an A plus plus, but it's an A plus for me. Uh, it had all the elements that I loved in season two. Yes. Yep. This is a great fucking That's season. A great it's a great one. season. It is season two. I mean, uh, many people would say season two was the best. The best season. I don't know about that. That'll be interesting to, to discuss when we when we're finished here because I don't necessarily think of all the seasons, but whatever. We'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have time to get into that. Yes. Um. Bust Out uh, is, a, you know, by it's also a, a poker term. I've, I looked this up online. A poker term defined as to lose all your chips and thus be eliminated from a tournament. I think it's an interesting choice considering that what got Davey into trouble in the first place was cards and, and you know, busting out in that, in that the executive game. Mm-hmm. Did- and then they're busting out his business, you know, in this episode. Yeah. Good one. Good one there. Nice. Done. I like that. Nicely done. Yeah. True. Um, okay. We're, we're done with this episode. We're done. Cool. Next week is, I guess we got to do our picks next week is house arrest. Yeah. Love house arrest. Can't wait. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for these next three. House Arrest, uh, Knights in White Satin Armor, and then Fun House. I'm so excited. Night, Night in White Satin Armor. You know, th- this episode just whets your appetite. It really does. Yeah. It just gets you geared up and ready. They had to get this Davy Scatino business out of the way. Yes. Before they really just dig into the, you know, the primary plot line for this season. This Davy was kind of a side plot, and I love the way they ended it. But it was just getting you ready. I might watch this tonight. Uh, maybe you know if you want to do this on Monday I'm not against it oh yeah I'm down with that idea we could make it a, a times yours you know briefly discuss the Eagles victory yeah and then jump into Sopranos good yeah. good segue when it, what's that. your let's do our picks 
what do you got there for the well actually first before we oh. do that because yeah right. we're gonna do our picks fast i'm not diving do, doing deep dives this week um uh, you got to recap last week's results okay i went two and two uh one with the niners and pats lost with the chiefs and the bills you went six and one just endless winners miami green bay oakland new england seattle eagles you homer and your loss was the cardinals um yeah that was that god that was a horrible pick what the hell was i thinking yeah so you're at 29 33 and one at 44 percent i'm at 26 35 and one for 42 percent so hey Getting close. Yeah, I mean, I've been in a fucking free fall, and then I'm starting off my week with a loss tonight. Did you officially? <laughs> did you officially pick the the Niners too? Yeah, I mean, I I bet money on it. It wasn't for the pod, so I'm not counting that in my record. Fuck. Okay, I am. I'm gonna be honest and count it as a loss because I was gonna count it as why. A loss. We didn't we didn't confirm that on the on the podcast. I didn't I, think through it to that degree. I commented it on Facebook, so it was out there. <laughs> you did. That's true. You really did. All right, yeah, you have to count it against I yourself. I, I am not. I am. All right. Go ahead. You start. Hurry. Um. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll start with uh, an easy one. Ja- actually, not an easy one. It's probably a tough game, but I like the Jaguars getting one and a half at home against the Texans. I, I Love- don't like the fact that the Texans lost Watt, and I think the Jaguars have a good enough offense to keep up with the Texans here. I agree. I have I have the Jaguars too. Um, it's in London. Uh, they love it there. Yes. And they uh, do. By the way, I had the Niners in the first half, which is a win. FY. Oh, yeah, that was your first half bet. Okay. What was the line in the first half? Six and a half. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I I'm I'm, right. I'm with you there. I'm on Jacksonville. I'm taking them too. Okay, cool. So we are in line. All right, well, you pick the next game then. Um, I'm going to go with the the Bills giving nine and a half at home to the Redskins. Um, and I think it's a, a cover of attrition. I think they just eventually win by, you know, 14 or something. Wow. I, do, <laughs> I don't like it. I, the Redskins, uh, I think their defense is good enough to shut Josh Allen down. Do you think that the Redskins' defense is better than the Eagles? I don't know. I probably, yeah. I mean, probably a little, but I don't know. They're such a mess overall. It's hard to think of them as good at anything. They are, you know. I mean, it's. I'm trying to figure out like how is their offense going to move the ball against the Bills? But the Redskins have some players on offense. Besides, you know, I'm not talking about the quarterback. Yeah. Necessarily, but I, I like McLaren, and I don't know. Apparently, Adrian Peterson. You know, can can still run the ball. I, I don't know. The the Bills can be run on. We know that. I, I like that the Bills got their ass kicked last week. They sure did. And I'm not going to be scared off by that line. I should be, but I won't. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I, oh God. You know, I have to say, I think I'm going to take the, the flip side of this one. <laughs> I'm getting nine and a half, right? Uh, uh, yeah, you are. Yeah, I'll take the Redskins getting nine and a half here. All right, you fucking prick. Go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what you do. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just that's how I feel about that one. Yeah, I, I got to say, um, some of the lines this week, are, they're a little odd. 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's jump to 425. You got the Packers in L.A. against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I think I like the Chargers getting three and a half here. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I really do. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah, I just think that this is this is a spot. This feels like that spot where, not that the Packers lose. I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's you know. I I just think it's a a three point cover a three point non cover for the Packers. Uh, and come on, the Chargers offense. They should be able to run the ball against the Packers. Everybody else in fucking creation has. Well, we're on opposite sides again. Uh oh. Because I believe in your boy, and I think he's just gonna. Do his thing, and uh, if anything, I really love the Packers in the first half, given two and a half, because yeah, maybe the Chargers do do their typical second half surge, Um, but I just like Green Bay all over them from the start, and you know maybe they just maybe there's a backdoor cover at the end, but. uh, I love Green Bay in the first half, and I, I love them for the game. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you well, you have to feel good with Devontae Adams coming back. That I think that that's huge. Yeah, I'm just so tired. I, I've, I've wasted so much of my life backing the Chargers. And yeah. They just let me down always. And I'm uh, I'm feeling, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm liking your boy a little bit lately. I'm, I'm pulling for him. Well, what's not to like? He's been playing really well, and he's got a he's got a, a great running back. Uh, apparently, he can do anything with these receivers. I, you know, who the hell were they? <laughs> who the hell are they? Geronimo Allison, this Alan Lazard. That's true. I mean, Kumaro? I I can't yeah I can't de- I can't detract from him making nobody's good receivers. That's one. That's right. I mean, he's the best ever at doing that. Oh, look, I he sure is. And look, I obviously, you know, I I love the Packers and I love Rodgers. I just I and I think that they they win. I just think that the Chargers keep it close. Yeah, so. That's a good bet from you. You're 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 not looking through your your rose-colored Rodgers-colored glasses here. Right. I and notice I stayed away from the fucking Eagles game. Well, because I I Well, we have to pick, don't we like, have to pick that though. It's yeah. it's a garden state of mine times yours. It is, yeah. Um, you know what? Actually, I'm I'm pretty much settled on that one. I'll save that one for last. Okay. Uh, all right. Wait, you're you're up next. All right. Um, I think I like the Colts, given one. I don't. I'm not, I'm not impressed with Pittsburgh. I'm not either. I'm with you on this one. I'm on the same side. Okay. Um, yeah, I kind of like the Chiefs, but there's not really a line yet, so I'm not gonna. If I had to bet it, I would take the Chiefs. I think I picked them. I would pick them. Um, I'm gonna go to Oakland and take the Raiders, giving two to the Lions. Well, hell, I I like this one too. All right, what, what, what are we on the same side? You're never gonna catch up to me now. <laughs> If I keep picking all the same same side, that's gonna be my strategy. I don't care. I just I just need to get back up to almost fifty five percent like I was earlier in the season. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like this one as well. I I haven't been impressed with the Lions as of late, and this could be just a shootout that the Raiders win. Yeah, uh, Raiders first home game in like 
five weeks. Yeah, it feels like they've been on the road since week one. Yeah, it's, it's they really got fucked by the schedule. So I, I think this is a good. Uh, they'll they'll definitely be one to defend their home turf if if Gruden's worth his salt. Yeah, sure. Um, I love I I like it. Okay, do you have one? Another one? I do. Okay. Uh, since you're not going to go near it, uh, Sunday at eight twenty, I'm taking the Ravens plus three. I talked about this last week or last episode. Still feel the same way. I think this is a spot where the Ravens win. I think they win outright. Um, That's cute. But I'm at least going to take the plus three. I'll take the Pats. I'm not afraid of that. Okay. So you're laying three. I'm getting three. We are in direct opposition on a few here. I'm, uh, I might pick. And I don't like the fact that I'm going against Brady and Rodgers, come to think of it. Yeah, right. let me know how you feel about 920 uh, with that, that <laughs> pick, okay? This teaser should pay 10 to 1 for God, or this parlay should pay 10 to 1. What the fuck? <laughs> going up against Brady and Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, it's. All right. That's, I want to pick the Seahawks, but instead I'm going to go with my Cowboys. Monday night, given seven and a half. That Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowgirls. Yeah, you like them laying seven and a half, huh? Yeah, I'm staying away from the Monday night game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel so good with my New England victory Sunday. I'm gonna have money to burn on Monday, so I won't mind. Throwing, okay. Throwing down. All right. Some little cash. I, They're all feeling good. What I'm a, you know. What I'm afraid of here is, if if I was you know, going to be on the Cowboys side. What I'm afraid of here is that they pull a stinker like they did against the Jets. And the Giants have proven that they can at least move the ball. They have a decent offense. Um, Cowboys are banged up a little bit on defense. I don't know. I just feel like the Giants can maybe keep pace. Uh, I think they're going to terrorize Zion. You think so? The Giants defense does stink also. Like they're not stopping anybody. Definitely, uh, you're probably safe here. Yeah, considering over here too, but not officially. Um, that's it for me for the rest, and then it's, it's Eagles time. You want to go first? Okay. Uh, yeah, with the Eagles. Yeah, it's funny. I think um, I've been going back and forth on this game, and I, for a minute there, I was actually thinking about Bears plus five. Um. But I'm not going to do it. I'm not trying to be a homer here. I just have zero faith in the Bears. I like the Eagles coming off the big win against Buffalo, and I think that they they roll here. And I like them by a touchdown, so I'll, I'll feel okay. Give them five. Um, I, I don't I don't think that the Bears are going to be able to do what it's going to take to keep it close. Um, I'm on the opposite here. I'm taking the Bears. Uh, I, okay. I think they will get some points. Um, a little bit of fool's gold last week for us Eagles fans. Uh, I like. Uh, I, I think they're. I. I just think the Bears are going to score some points. I think the Eagles will as well, though. Um, Eagles will will will, will win. I say Eagles. Eagles twenty five, Bears twenty one. So you got Eagles twenty five, Bears twenty one. Uh, I'm going to go 28-17 here. How about that? Okay. 11-point win. I just upped the stakes. Good for you. 
Yeah, it is good for me. Yo, uh, real quick. When yeah. I forgot to tell you, when I at the end of uh, leaving the game, right, went back to our tailgating spot in the, on that lady's front lawn, and uh, in one of the one of the trucks next to us was that guy. Um, that guy who paints his face and wears shoulder pads. Yeah, I know, you know who I'm talking, talking about. I just don't know. He was, yeah, I don't know how they refer to he him. He was kind of. He was there. God, he's a little guy. He's like, <laughs> uh, you know, five six or something. He's pretty short. And then some 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 big dude was had like a dirty thirty like patch on his Eagles jersey. So he was one. I guess these are like Angelo guys or something. Oh no! You had Cataldi's crew. Yeah, Dirty Thirty. That goes back to the McNabb yes uh, draft when they booed him because Ricky uh, Rick was it Ricky not Ricky, Ricky Waters. Waters. Yeah, it was Rick, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams, right? right? Yeah, Ricky Williams. Yeah, Ricky Williams was uh, was drafted by I guess the Dolphins, and uh, yeah, the Eagles. The Eagles passed, and no, he was drafted by the, he was drafted by the Saints. Oh, was it the Saints? Yeah, it was Mike Dicka. He, then he ended up in Miami at some point. Oh, okay. All right, there you go. But yeah, I think his name was Kenny or something. Like that—that that was a name on the back of his jersey. It was like his name, and I'm like, I bet you, boy, if, if, I bet you somebody'd be real excited to see these two dopes. And uh, <laughs> I couldn't help think about the 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 uh, the shoulder pad guy. Like he must go to every game, right? Like home and away. Oh, I guess so. Sure. But then he's kind of on his own because he's just parking. You know, on the street like a douchebag, like we were. It's not like he gets he gets hooked up by anybody. Well, you know. And, but you know how these, you know how all these Philly fans love. Like the the big fat tattoo guy was, I think, in Buffalo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you mean the guy with the 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 Philly fanatic tattooed around his fucking fat belly button? <laughs> gritty. That guy. Gritty is added a new addition. Gritty. That's great. <laughs> Uh, he, that guy hasn't made any wrong decisions in life now has he i love i love seeing the uh the, the shoulder pad guy whatever the fuck his name is he's got face paint he's wearing the cape and he's just got, <laughs> and basically he's standing around he's leaning up against this pickup truck waiting for whoever had the keys to come like he's walking around <laughs> with the cape face paint i don't care that the eagles won you're a grown fucking man with face paint, a cape, <laughs> and shoulder pads on. You fucking asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, is... like when when the alcohol wears off, do do you do you do you feel guilty at all about how you've been acting and how you know what you're doing to yourself? <laughs> well, that's it's so embarrassing, right? right? That's what he looked like. He looked he looked a little miserable. I mean, it was a it was a wet day, but it wasn't like miserable rain. But <laughs> yeah, he had a look on his face where. I, I guess the look you would have if you wore shoulder pads all day long, <laughs> and you weren't a football I, I player. Guess, I guess, right? <laughs> what a douchebag! I, I, I know. I feel like every much the football fan that somebody like him is, but I I dress normally, <laughs> and don't, and don't paint myself, right? Like I don't feel like he's any more of a fan than I am. Come yeah, no, oh on, God! Are you kidding? I'd say he's lesser. Then if you're hanging around with dirty, thir <laughs> dirty, thirty people. And I'm sure they get yeah, enough, 30, you know, 30. enough people see them like, oh, 30, 30, all right, dude. I'm sure they get that on the road, but you're an asshole. Hasn't any of that crew died off yet? Fucking 30, 30? How long have they been around for now? Well, this one fucking guy was, was pushing 350, so <laughs> <laughs> we won't see him much longer, I don't think. 
I guess not. He's an original dirty 30. But the shoulder pads and face paint, I must keep you in shape. I think that guy's in shape. but He's a little guy. He's a little guy, you yeah, said, Yeah, little guy. A good metabolism. <laughs> well, you lose your appetite when you drink that much hard liquor <laughs> and your liver starts to go. Yeah, a lot of people lose weight at that point. It's, it's, such a, it's such a strange subculture that we're involved in. <laughs> it really you know, is. I mean, I'm happy to be on the outside looking in, to be honest with you. Yeah. And, like, and we're a part of it, but we're not a part of it. By the way, uh, part of my Chicago, my Bears bet is it could potentially be another slow start for the Eagles, another ugly first half, and the booze will be flowing. The booze, not the boo. Well, both. But uh, the boo birds, yeah, as they call them so, in the paper, right? So you're the Eagles will hear will hear it when they're slow start, and Trubisky has two touchdown passes. So uh, they're going to win, though. I'm not I'm not concerned about the win, but huh? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm hearing Jackson might be back. I think now that the Eagles have this, they they maybe they feel like they found this groove a little bit with the run game. Now, I don't know if Doug completely just goes away from it again. I, I don't know. But I, I think I have a little more confidence. I actually think that they're going to score in the first quarter. Um, I hope so. And, and take take the lead, yeah. Well, sure. I hope so, too. But, um, yeah, that, those are my thoughts anyway. I, I don't know. It's just, fucking Bears are pathetic. Yeah. They're, they're terrible. Agreed. All right. That, that's it. That's it. That, that's it. There's nothing could be done. Nothing anybody could do about it. Uh, good luck to you, Jeff. Good Thanks. luck to anyone who who gambles this weekend, or just uh, good luck with your team. Um, and uh, hey, enjoy the weekend, everyone. Jeff, I will allow you to sign off. Just uh, let me know how you feel about the Bears. Fuck them. Fuck them. It's a god in the state of mind Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time Football kids and movies about crime It's a god in the state of mind